0: You're now listening to the Sound of Sanity. This sound will continue for the duration of the program. Hey, everybody, welcome to Sound of Sanity. Hey, guess who it is? It's me. It's your old pal, Nathan, your humble and obedient host. Joined by two stalwart men among men today. Two of them, count them. One, two, you got your. <laughs> Ben's holding out his like twos, but it looks like he's doing like a hippie peace kind of peace and love kind of thing. So
1: that's what Ben does.
0: That's what Ben does. Known for it. Yep. Yep. Ben is a virulent, dirty hippie. If you did not know anything else, then know, <sighs> you know that. You know that. Hey, speaking of Ben, let's introduce Ben. Ben's name is Ben, and he is the preacher who's a teacher of sanity, and he's actually not a dirty hippie. He's a very clean yuppie. I don't know. What's the opposite of a hippie? Uh, I guess a yuppie would be the opposite. I, don't, I hope I'm not a yuppie, but... A Christian? I, I might be a yuppie. I don't know. What's, what is the... Uh, why don't we ask... Why don't you introduce the third gentleman and then ask him what the opposite of a hippie is? Third gentleman is
2: Pastor Jake Minsell, pastor who's a master of sanity. How are you doing? I'm great. What's the opposite of hippie, Jake? I'm going with yuppie.
0: A yuppie? (laughs) You you could have said a mensal. You could have said...
1: uh, I could have said so many things. Yeah, you could have said a lot of things. A lot of things.
0: A lot of answers to that question. (laughs) Well, speaking of answers to questions, we are going to answer a question today. And that question... What
1: question are we going to answer?
0: Will America be obliterated from the face of the universe because of Squid Game and K-pop? Whoa. Probably. That's, our, that's kind of, well, I don't know if you'd say that's our contention, but that's the intriguing concept that we want to open up today. So, let's talk about the dominance of Asia when it comes to entertainment. Let's just list as many things as we can think of here, guys. You got your anime. You got your, like, your, 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 your cowboy bebop. It's getting an incredibly crummy-looking yeah.
1: show. Well, in, and, anime, is. in terms of style, has just one animation right right anime japanese art has all our kids grow up with it right if they grow up with something animated it's anime
0: it's conquered animation it's con- conquered graphic design in a lot of ways just just generally the way that i mean you take something for like, a-
1: anime influenced
0: yeah anime influence Jap- japanese influenced art is everywhere so that that, that that's a thing Hong Kong cinemas, we've talked about many times on Sanity at the Movies in various places, has been very influential. <sighs> not know,
1: Korean cinema.
0: Yeah, South Korean cinema, very mm-hmm. influential, very big. Parasite won the Oscar a couple of years ago for Best Picture, no less. W- w- what else? You got the Squid Game on Netflix a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago, whatever the timeline is on that. was like the biggest rated show. Everybody was talking about Squid Game, and this is not going to be a squid game podcast none of us have watched the squid game none of us are going to watch the squid game is it the squid game or just i don't know squid game i am very uninterested in battle I think royale it's squid stories. game squid game yay yay i i i find personally battle royale stories to be very off-putting i suppose they're intended to be off-putting but i find them to be off-putting in ways both intended and unintended anyway we're not here to litigate Squid Game. What we are here to litigate is the fact that Squid Game is very popular and everybody was talking about it. And if you don't know what it is, it's a Battle Royale star story out of South Korea and it was really big on Netflix. What's a Battle Royale story, Nathan? Well, Ben, I'm <laughs> sorry that you asked. There was a famous, whatchamacallit, mag, mag, manga, is that how you say yep, that? manga. Uh, from from many years ago that got adapted into a pretty popular movie called Battle Royale. And it's the Hunger Games formula, right? You send a bunch of, it, it, it's it's downstream of this short story, the most dangerous game. You send a bunch of people onto an island and you make them kill each other until one's left.
1: Yeah, and uh, horror's gone that direction for a while. There's been yeah. more and more of that sort of thing. Yeah, your purges, okay. your right.
0: your things like that.
1: We're going to get you, we're going to put you in a situation, and you're going to be hunted, or you're going to have to hunt each other, or kill each other, or it's last man standing.
0: Right. Which I understand exactly why people, in a sick, sadistic way, enjoy those fantasies, but to me, the general nihilism of that sort of thing is pretty, you know, you know it's one thing to watch like a Halloween movie where Michael Myers is a horrible sadist that wants to kill everybody. But to watch one of these modern movies where the premise is, everyone's... The
1: Joker has turned everybody into one.
0: We're all horrible sadists at heart that would like to kill everybody. I just find that to, I don't know, not be all that entertaining. (sighs) So anyway, that's Squid Game. It's really popular. People love it. What else? What else? The Chinese market is dominating cinema, dominating movies. Number
1: one movie in the world right now.
0: Is that movie? I don't know. I don't remember what it's called. But it's Slack. a
1: very—it's supposed to be a very patriotic Chinese movie. Yeah, where they conquer the Americans.
0: Right, we, we're like the Nazis. We're the bad in a, guys. In a...
2: And
1: they're the scrappy underdogs who who beat us and win. Right, the Battle at
2: Lake chungjin Right,
0: we are making our movies for their market. We are doing yeah. things like Rogue One. We're going to hire Donnie Yen because he's a giant star in Asia and we're gonna have him play a part or we're going to
1: We're gonna censor our movies so that they don't be so we're gonna proactively censor our movies for content that would be get those movies censored in the Chinese market. Right. So we are bending and shaping our entertainment to fit a Chinese philosophy or Chinese way of thinking so that can slip past the radar.
0: Right. And which which, 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 by the way, as we've talked about on Saturday movies before, in a weird way, accidentally makes our movies. I'm not going to say more wholesome, but it keeps some unwholesome material out because hmm. the Chinese market is not really very <sighs> interested in effeminate men. They're not really interested in the whole LGBT scene. So a lot when, when you think about things like Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker, where you're going to have a little kiss in the background, and we're going to make a bunch of noise about how it's it's a, a, a new era is dawning for lgbtqzx representation Representation Uh, well actually we're gonna minimize that make sure it's a subplot and in the middle of a subplot and the buried in a subplot buried down a wrong avenue and and, and then we're gonna i sound like ian malcolm um and then we're gonna make it just a little moment that we can cut out we we can with without doing any damage to the plot and how many times has that happened you had the beauty and the beast thing you yeah. had rise of skywalker
1: several things like that that
0: we could we can throw a little sop to the lgbt lobby over here but it's easily removable for the chinese market i've seen interviews with the director of eternals about how she was really pumped because marvel hadn't ruled out the idea of holding firm with whatever kind of sexual perversion going on yeah but she was, to me, it sounded like she was just doing good PR and saying, well, yeah, yeah. of course, we want to not just bow the knee to the Chinese market. Believe me, they will yeah. bow the knee Too to the Chinese. market." there. Right.
1: But she- at the same time, the Asian market doesn't feel any pressure to bow the knee to American sensibilities whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And so the Asian market is part of the reason it's on the forefront of horror or some of these things like the Squid Games is because they don't care what we think. No, And so they're able to take risks and actually be interesting instead of bland. And they may be interesting in ways that are off-putting or... Or wicked. Or just mm, straight-up wicked, mm. but they're actually taking taking risks. And for a movie-going populace that is just done with bland, boring, cut the corners, cut the edges off of things.
0: And for a world where we've seen everything and we're all jaded and we've all seen a million of the same things... People, people want new things. They want new images. They want new provocations. They they want new, they want new, they want new. And you just have to go outside America to get that. You really have yeah. to go to the Asian market. That's, that's, that's where there's enough money for there to be real cinema scenes. I mean, you could go to Africa, but you're not going to find a movie that's done with any kind of quality that you might actually want to watch.
1: Bollywood. Yeah.
0: Eh, Bollywood's fun. But mm. Bollywood's so out there and so not our sensibilities that it's just like, it, it's... Very much an acquired taste. Um but the Asian market you
1: laugh at it until you learn to love it. Right. And, and Bollywood make a decision to do that.
0: Right. And and it can't be a lot of fun, but it's just it's ridiculous. It's a bunch of people who are poor and so they want everything from a movie. If you're gonna go and spend time in a movie theater, you want that movie to be four hours long, you want it to have musical numbers and violent <laughs> action scenes and romance and choreography. You, you just <laughs> Bollywood is by definition, throw the kitchen sink in there because that, that's, what, that's what people want. <sighs> so, anyway, if you want quality cinema that's not American, you, you got to go to South Korea. You got to go to China. You got to go to Hong Kong. You got to gotta go to Japan. And our contention today, or at least our provocative question is, does this spell doom for America? Uh, What do you guys think? Does it spell doom for America?
1: Ultimately, no. I mean, I think the, I mean, but yes, but no. I think it's one more sign of of the cultural decline that that we're experiencing. Mm -hmm. I also think that that cultural decline in some sense is good and necessary. We've gone woke and we're going to go broke. Mm -hmm. And that means a lot of the degenerate perversions we've been broadcasting And pumping around the world are going to wither Mm -hmm. on the vine in a good way but that's not you know that's i don't know what to say about it beyond that but it's it's a double-edged sword it was the kind of thing that you sort of everybody sort of i think secretly knew or secretly felt it's like alec baldwin does anybody believe alec baldwin's gonna swing for exit for for shooting that cinematographer? No, of course not. No, because mm. he's got money and power, and mm. entertainment is power. Did Kobe Bryant swing for raping that girl? No, nope. Because entertainment is power, and the most potent, one of, some of the most potent power that um, is wielded in the modern world. And so, so long as America has had preeminence over the the world's entertainment, there's been some sense that well the end of the day, who really wants to take us down? Who wants to mess with us? Because we sate the masses. And we're telling you what your culture
0: should be. We're telling you what cool is. We're telling you what kind of jeans you should wear. We're telling you what your your apartment should look like. We're telling you what your sexual relationship would be like. If we're setting the terms, then...
1: Everybody takes their cues off of us. Right. And so, everybody falls in line with America and American culture until it doesn't. Mm -hmm. And so, here we are.
0: Yeah, I mean I think I think when you see the preeminence in in in, in, in entertainment of K-pop, of Squid Game, of things like that. And you
1: all need to not be like me and actually understand how big K-pop really is. It's like, huge. It is massive. Right. If if you're like me and you just sort of blindly like your eyes filter out all K-pop trends on Twitter every day, then you're you're missing a pretty big story, which is that K-pop is has something trending in the top two or three things on Twitter multiple times a day, every single day. Right. Mm. And that matters. Yeah. And it's your kids, whether you know it or not, that are sucking it in and being influenced by it.
0: Yeah. Well, we're just starting to see so much, so much that, you know, these things do actually, as fast as culture moves, it still moves kind of slow. And these days we see, so many things emerging you know just fashion fashion is so asian these days you know just the 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 re-emergence of the sort of mini skirt look the schoolgirl look all these things are you know the, the sailor moon look i don't know what you want to call it but so many of these things you know the certain brand of of i don't know what else to call it um kind of perpetual boyhood
1: kind of yes. looks, you know. The boyish, girlish, boyish, wafy, skinny aesthetic is just a very K-pop influenced aesthetic. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Harry Styles is downstream of that. That's right. Jaden Smith. The cool people that I don't know because I'm old. Right. <laughs> are all downstream of that.
1: That, that sort of like, and, and, and K-pop really, really dwells in the world of of sexual ambiguity of androgyny yeah. Of androgyny mm-hmm. yeah where the boys are super pretty and the girls are super boyish and it's hard to tell the difference and it, it just lives there the girls are super boyish or they are very very undeveloped schoolgirl. yeah they are
0: sexualized girl though not not woman never never woman, never woman. No, woman. No, nobody in k-pop is interested in being a woman or having a woman it's all nobody man. in
1: k-pop is interested in curves yeah
0: is, it's it's girl fetish or boy fetish yep and, it, and those can be assigned to either sex yep
1: yes yeah. it's very gross it's very gross every time i've clicked on one of those trends to see what it is it is like boy or girl I think that's a boy or CGI
0: monstrosity. I mean, some of this yeah, stuff yeah. kind of exists in the uncanny Valley for, to, to my yeah. ancient eyes, at least like it's, it's hard for me to tell something well,
1: the surgeries, I mean, I knew, so I was in a Korean ministry. I was in a international ministry, some back in college. And uh, so uh, we had a large Korean contingent at that time. And uh, I knew the girls here. And then like, some of those girls would friend me on Facebook or whatever later after they went back to Korea Mm -hmm. and suddenly they're like anime characters. Everything has been surgically modified. Mm -hmm. Our eyes are bigger and it's just like surgically modified. uh, South Korea actually has a huge plastic surgery market. Huge. And people in America, actually many people in America fly to, south korea for plastic surgery this is something you can look up it's a real thing it's been a real thing for 20 years now but it's only increased as people have as anime influence has grown and shaped the tastes of of generations of kids sexually aesthetically the amount of surgical modification has grown as well and so so yeah there's still the whole like hip-hop aesthetic, which is going to be very curvy and things like that, the Kardashians, mm-hmm. right? right? And and surgical modifications in that direction to accentuate curves. But there's this whole other younger thing that's happening that's in a very different direction. Both grotesque in different ways. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Lady Gaga um. actually represents an American Americanization of this sort of thing, too, where it's sort of like sexual and an asexual kind of
0: yeah if anybody's mm-hmm. ever had the misfortune of seeing even a snippet of the music video for what's her most famous song the uh um bad romance bad romance yeah it is just aggressively eroticized androgyny i mean i don't know how else to put it It's 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 this really weird mix of sexualized asexuality like you said yeah. it's it's yeah yeah and if we were just anime machine robot people, hmm. would could could that somehow be sexual? It's
1: right. That's it's, what it feels like. It's pretty cre- creepy. It's very creepy, and it and it then goes hand in hand or is not disconnected with the f- with articles you read about Japan's. I don't know how true this is of South Korea. There were a spate of articles in the last ten years about. Japan is not just declining fertility rate, but the declining interest in sex Mm -hmm. in general. People aren't getting married, Mm -hmm. people aren't partnering, they're not hooking up, they're not doing anything. They want everything to be clean. And...
0: Remember that weird episode we did years ago now about the Japanese phenomenon, I think it was Japan, of paying for surrogate families, I forget what it was called or what we called it, but you could Mm -hmm. hire somebody to just come and be your mom for the day or or be your dad and yell at you about your grades, or be your grandma and bake you cookies after a long day. You could hire these people to be your surrogate. Yep. Relationships, not primarily erotic, but just giving people emotional intimacy. There's a giant market, Which he,
1: but the kind of emotional intimacy you could take off and put on, and pay for, keep it in a box. Yeah, right. And then, yeah, same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, and it's scary. The directions everything so many different things are trending and the squid games squid games feels like uh or squid game or whatever it's squid called game i think yeah is a harbinger of that sort of thing mm-hmm. along with the fact that james bond and dune and a couple other things could not beat out this chinese movie for top movie in the world right
0: well, and, and Dune's going to add Mandarin, which is not from the book. It's, it's like Vinny Villeneuve's a, a Dune sycophant. He loves everything about the book. He just wants to do the book. He doesn't want to change it. But the one they're going to change two things. They're going to make the doctor character a woman, and they're going to…
1: The geologist character. The
0: geologist. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to take the doctor character and let him speak Mandarin instead of something that I think was basically implied to be English in the book or, or an Anglo, you know, or mo- yep. a romance language at the very least.
2: Um, yeah well, what's odd about that is that China represents the more conservative side of things and what it will accept, but Japan and Korea are the cutting edge of nihilism and debauchery. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like they're further in certain ways than we are. China I mean, just outlawed effeminate further. men in television programming. What you have with China
0: is this weird
1: Yeah China is looking at Korea and Japan and saying nope, nope, no nope, and America Right and saying no. So it's the, too K- the K-pop influence
2: will not touch our children. Right. So it's two different pulls, right?
1: Yes. But the fact is both of those pulls are the, are the, are their yin and yang. It's
0: like people say about Nazism and communism or something like that. And they're the dominant
1: pulls on, on the entertainment industry right now. And it's what Hollywood has stopped leading for better and for worse. And it is both, I think, although I haven't quite figured out how to articulate both, but The the Asian market really is leading in both directions, right? Well, both in the in the creative, risky, risque, perverse, nihilistic, self destructive direction, and in the conservative, but conservative anti American direction.
0: Well, and and while mainland China is in some sense sexually conservative, a they're not sexually conservative by any kind of God biblical biblical standard. B one thing that you can say about all of these markets, whether it's mainland China, whether it's Japan, whether it's South Korea, they have a scary and barbaric disregard for human life and the sanctity thereof. These movies are all just violent, and that goes for mainland China, too, and violent in a nihilistic way. The skid, mm-hmm. you, know, you don't have to go to the dregs of South Korea to find a squid game-like thing these 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 stories yeah, if
1: you listen to our episode on bond no time to die and you might pick up on the fact that i was bizarrely refreshed by it having a point and a <laughs> point of view right. even if that point of view was an evil wicked nihilistic one mm-hmm. you don't have to like strain in these markets to find that sort of thing no, if all.
0: anything, the Rami Malek point of view that Bond made, you know, such a big deal of is just kind of assumed in, in many of these properties. Just just that level and of... And that much more right.
1: deeply felt
0: because right. of it.
2: That's right. And the hero, it's not like the bad guy is sort of struggling against the odds to beat the hero. In the, the perspective is flipped. <laughs> the, the hero is struggling against the odds to beat the bad guy. The bad guy is dominant, assumed, mm-hmm. nihilism, oblivion. Right. And if you're going to make a heroic stand against what's already a given, a universal given, well, that's something.
0: Yep, it's something. I, I just think, you know, we talked in the James Bond episode about my mind being blown by James Bond pushing a guy in a car over a cliff or something like that. The interesting thing about James Bond is even sort of with Daniel Craig to this day, you kind of have to make a moment out of that. Like, oh, look, cause he's a little bit colder than your average hero. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that provocative?
1: You watch. You're going to have to give him a rationale that's deeply emotional. So yeah, in the case of mm-hmm. dropping the car on the dude, he's got to have a moment where the dude really, really, at- he's been asking for it all movie. And there he is under the car, and he really asks for it by touching on a nerve and reminding him that he killed his best friend right
0: and we're going to do the same trick with the the scientist guy that we need to kill we're going to have Mm -hmm. him suddenly be a horrible racist so that our our black character can throw him into some acid or something like that right and say her immortal line of you know what time it is it's time to die (laughs) um but the interesting thing going back as far as 20 or 30 years to your your like john woo movies of the late 80s and early 90s is it's not they're not making a thing of it. It's just, you've got the bad guy down, shoot him in the head. That's what you do. It, yeah. It's just, okay, cool. You got him. And it's not like you had to give away a piece of your soul to... It's, 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 no, no, you, you got him. He, he he lost his gun. Now shoot him. It's just how the movie ends. Maybe, maybe, maybe you lost your soul insofar as we all lose our souls through the process of this movie, but it's not really because you were violent. So anyway, all that to say... They are exporting brutality to us. And I, and I think it matters. I think it,
1: I there, think there are still good restraints in, yeah. in, in Hollywood, if you can believe it or not, compared to what the rest of the world has to offer. That's right.
0: And there again, at least James Gunn has to wear the badge of a provocateur. He, he can't just assert that he's normal. He has to be beautifully broken. But James Gunn. If he was
1: Gunn. South Korean, he would be normal. Yeah, he would just be yep.
0: normal. And that is a disturbing place to be. And I I think it's not there is some of that influence, some of their influence, some of their barbarism on the state of discourse today, on the fact that everyone likes to joke about, you know, Alec Baldwin shot somebody, you know, just on the things we've talked about, everyone being so malicious about Rush Limbaugh dying not too long ago and saying good, he can rot in hell. The callous, the increasingly callous disregard for human life that people have. We don't we don't we don't need asia whispering in our you know i'm not blaming it all on them but i am saying they have been a bad cultural influence particularly on young people you can't just watch anime after anime and thing after thing action movie after action movie that just has a completely brutally callous barbaric take on human life and and not be influenced by that and that is one of their major exports back to us and it's funny because they're they're in conversation with us. They're taking tropes and things that we invented and magnifying them and stripping the Judeo-Christian morality out of it and then
2: Or or appropriating Judeo Christian symbols for their own like some bizarre anime do.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're just gonna have crosses and churches and we're gonna have
2: bloody sacrifices and but they're gonna mean what we mean. Right. Which is <laughs> nothing to do with with Jesus Christ. Right.
0: I don't wanna let this episode end without getting to the articulation of the other point you were making, Jake, which is it's a good thing (laughs) in its way. So what's the best way to frame that? I've been thinking about it and I'm not quite sure I'm there yet.
1: It exposes the bankruptcy of just the the direction we have been heading morally as a country. Mm -hmm. It's working its way out in everything that we do. It's exposing it and it's exposing it in a way is waking some people up and will be i think ultimately used by god to to bring down a lot of the evil influence of hollywood around the world
0: hollywood so. losing its influence is not a bad thing right. there's there's, no, there's nothing that we can do but rejoice if that wicked cesspool has less influence over the world at large yeah maybe dracula won't be menacing us because he's been killed by frankenstein so <coughs> I'm not sure I'm going to rejoice too much in trading one monster for another, but right, we can still be happy that Dracula took a took a hit. <laughs> so
2: Hollywood exported its it, its well, filth. It, and the
1: other thing is that in the meantime, more people are unplugging. Yeah, too, and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. were you going to say?
2: Just Hollywood exported its. I'm just trying to recap here. Hollywood exported its filth, and Japan was like,
0: raise you double. Yeah. It's it's karmic. I it's, mean, it's actually
2: karmic in its way.
0: Uh, right. It's like, oh, you, you helped degrade our culture. <laughs> now let us return the
2: favor. What you I, this maybe is off topic, but in Japan, you have still you have them making samurai movies, simple movies with no, not much in the way of objectionable content, a moment or two of sword violence, mm-hmm. with uh, the idea of this code of honor, morality, mm-hmm. bang. and then you have Japan. On the absolute side of nihilism, yeah. So it's like even in its own culture, it's like we remember when we had standards of honor and good conduct. Also, <laughs> we don't have those anymore. Well, <laughs> so, and it, there's a, there's a way
0: in which because they they're ahead of us in depravity, <laughs> they're ahead of us in hypocrisy. Like they can mm. still give, they can still actually do a pretty nice spin on some of the surface virtues. Precisely because yeah, they're just unleashing their id <laughs> over here we don't believe enough in good or evil to even do a passable samurai movie so (sighs) by the way can we just say that netflix cowboy bebop looks like
2: it looks like garbage i I didn't even see the new trailer yet it's so it probably would be great
1: huh did i post it or no no teaser the the new trailer yeah Yeah. i haven't watched it either oh yeah we'll have to watch it in a minute oh Oh, buddy it it looks like such cheap hot garbage at (laughs) least i have to be out of here soon anyway well not before you watch this awesome trailer yes definitely (laughs) before that
0: (laughs) guys we'll let this argument continue humorously as the episode ends this is like it's like one of those things that uh benjamin z sulzer or whatever was his name q q yeah yeah of course would be like well jake anyway yeah asia it's place (laughs) Name this continent If
2: you've learned nothing else If you've learned nothing else (laughs) There's a big
0: continent Name of Asia And there's a big continent of wonderful Behind the paywall content Over at patreon.com Forward slash sound of sanity You won't find any Depraved barbaric Stuff over there Just fine Vintage sound of sanity content Mm Mm-hmm And you can support this show, you can support the Chip and Lance show, which, by the way, you should be listening to. We're not publishing it in this feed. Go listen to it on the Chip and Lance feed. this hits, it'll be like episode two or three of the epic Chip and Lance story, School of the Fates. The title we came up with that is derivative of nothing.
1: Yep. Completely original.
0: (laughs) Completely original, as is everything that we do.
1: Yep. No riffs on anything else whatsoever.
0: Nope. Just like there's no sarcasm. No sarcasm, no irony, and no riffs. We've those are the rules before someone's sworn into our service.
1: But Nathan, all our listeners know that by
0: now. Yep. That's true. Being redundant. They tune in for the no the lack of riffs, the lack of irony, and the lack of whatever the third thing it was I said.
1: hmm
0: Well, Patreon.com forward slash sound of sanity. And I don't know, folks, I feel like there's probably more things we could have said or things we could have said about how to deal with it maybe maybe we'll do a follow-up sometime but yeah uh, it might be good yeah we're, we, ju- we, we just wanted to open the subject up take our samurai sword and slice the subject into and let it sort of stand there quivering and then suddenly slide apart like in some awesome samurai movie wow so that's what we did and until
1: next time stay sane